Well, hello. Hi, it's Venice. So welcome to today's podcast. Today, um, I, well, so let me just kind of introduce myself. Sometimes I forget to do that. So <laughs> my name is Venice. By training, I am a uh, nutritionist. I am by training a life coach. I, gosh, I do several things, but I'm also a business consultant. And also, um, I am a solar advocate. Um, that is a self-proclaimed title. No one has given that to me, but you know, I live in Texas and after the Texas freeze, I really, um, I got interested in this whole situation with our electricity availability and reliability and fast forward, here's where we are now. I'm, I am a solar advocate. I believe in harnessing the power of the sun to, um, to have electricity. So today we're going to talk about something. I'm super excited. I've been really thinking about how am I going to present this content? Because like, you know, honestly, confession, I'm like concerned that I'm going to bore people. And I think I'm just going to put it out there on the table. Like I'm concerned I'm going to bore you. <laughs> so, And this is very relevant information. So I've, I've kind of been mulling over this conversation. It's a, a brief conversation, but I shared in my last, uh, one of my last podcast episodes, how I think the foundation for, for us in regards to using the resource that we have called electricity, which we take for granted, the first place to start is just getting educated in how it works. And from there, and and you don't have to have like a PhD in this, you know, I'm just really out to like, just give people some basic foundational knowledge. I'm a life coach, you know, in life coaching, one of my core um, foundational areas that I teach about is the brain. And the reason why is because if we understand how the brain works, we can actually change. It is my belief that if we don't have basic fundamental knowledge about how the brain works, we make the process of change more work than it needs to be. And so similar, similarly, when it comes to getting a lower rate on your electricity bill, um, you know, being out to, even if you're interested in renewable energy, like how about we start with how this whole thing works? So that's what we're going to do today. Okay. Today, I'm going to talk about the thing we really take for granted, and that is our electricity. We have electricity. We use it all the time. And honestly, it's something I never really think about until after the Texas storm. You know, even now, I'll be walking around, you know, my place where I live, and I think about all of these things that are using power to to be used my cell phone right now my refrigerator there are lights you know that are being used even in the room that i'm sitting in right and like i take it for granted that i actually even have it you don't wake up in the morning and say hmm i wonder if i'm going to have electricity today it's just there right? Now I will tell you, I grew up in Puerto Rico when I was a little girl and, uh, 
we had a lot of power outages. And I'm not even going to get into the whole history of that, okay? Because if you're Puerto Rican and you've lived on the island, you know what I'm talking about. The electricity uh, has, has been unreliable for years. And it's so normal over there that when it happens, people don't really, they just kind of work around it. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, but you and I in the United States, we don't really wake up like that. We don't, when electricity goes off, if it does, we're like in a panic. We're like, what the heck is happening? Versus in other countries, it's just like, yeah. I mean, I have someone that I work with and they, they live in India, right? And there are times where he's like, you know, he's one of my, one of the people I do business with. He's like, yeah, I don't have any more electricity. Like I can't work for the rest of the day. I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And I, I think about it sometimes. I'm like, wow. I mean, you know, I, I don't have to be concerned with, I'm only going to have electricity to a certain point. It's just there. So today I'm going to talk about how our power grid works. Okay. And the power grid in the United States, in North America is how, well, not including, well, the United States, including Canada. Okay. Uh, includes, um, is how we all get electricity. And in the, in the United States and in Canada, there are four grids. Okay. And I'm going to see if I can actually put a picture of this on my podcast episodes. I've never done that before, but if I can, I'm going to do it. I just think it's a really simple, really cool graphic, really simple, not complicated. But basically we have the Western, Western part of the, uh, a power, uh, North America, which is United States and, and Canada that has a power grid. Then we have the Eastern, which actually in the map looks more like central, but uh, Eastern power grid. And then we have Quebec, which is in Canada, of course. And then we have Texas. And, you know, I remember when we had the Texas freeze, people would like make fun of Texas, how of course Texas has to have its own power grid. And then, but I never really got that, how funny it is until I saw the map and like, I'm looking at this map right now. There are these massive service areas in these power grids. And then there's this little small power grid, this area called Texas on the map. <laughs> it's like so funny. I just, I just get the biggest kick out of that. So essentially the, a power grid, we don't really think about it but, like this, but it, it's, it's a ma- these are massive machines, okay? And, and what they do, they're responsible for taking some form of energy and essentially getting it to households, to commercial buildings, but getting it to us, okay? So the way the power grid works, there are three, and these are my three points to today, okay? There are three points to how we, the power grid is, works, the first point is called generation. The second point is called transmission. And the third part is called distribution. So when you, like right now I'm using my cell phone, it has battery charge of 85%, okay? Energy or electricity 
is used real time. In other words, the power grid is providing me with what I need and with what you need to power your device. You're on a cell phone right now, or you're on an iPad or on a desktop or on a laptop, right? You're on one of four devices right now. Uh, or maybe there's some other device like um, Alexa that can play something, what have you, right? Like play a podcast. So the when you and I consume energy, the energy, it's not stored somewhere. It's used real time. And I never even thought about that. I was like, oh my gosh, like the the coordination or the engineering to design something that can provide, you know, all of Texas with electricity real time as people are using it is kind of like fascinating, right? I shared in my last podcast episode that I'm at, the more I learned, like I'm just like kind of geeky a little bit, I think. <laughs> I love learning things, right? I'm like totally fascinated, okay? So hopefully you are too. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening. Okay, so so we have this. I'm going to start with the first part of this three, the way the grid works, okay? And that's generation. So generation is basically where your electricity is produced, okay? And there are different types of power. And the and, But the bottom line, because, you know, there could be nuclear power, water power. I'm not going to talk about that detail, okay? Because I really want to keep this brief, okay? But the point is that they all have one thing in common. They take one kind of energy and they convert it into electrical energy, okay? That's the main point. So you have some place where you get your energy from and it's main job its whole job is to take energy energy and convert it into electrical energy okay so that's step one step two in the process is called transmission and basically what transmission what what i mean by that is it's basically the electricity that was generated from that power plant it needs to be transported and it needs to be transported efficiently Okay, and how this is done is through high voltage transmission lines. Okay, you know, you've seen those big towers with the wires and all that. Well, those are transmission lines. Okay, and what happens is the power plants basically boost like high voltage um, within the lines as electricity to the areas that need it. Okay, once the once electricity reaches like populated areas where people need it, then there are these things called transformers. And basically they step down the power like because it's like imagine like high, high voltage, like, you know, like one hundred and seventy thousand, you know, watts or kilowatts. Okay. well, I mean, that's way too much like. Uh, intensity of power for like a home. Okay. So what happens is once that electricity travels through these transmission lines, it's like converted 
and I, and if you're an engineer listening to this and an electrical engineer, give me some grace. Okay. <laughs> you can leave me a comment or send me an email. I'm totally cool with that, <laughs> but I really am trying to like, just say this in such a simple way. Cause it's actually super complicated. I can't tell you how many like you know, videos I watched on how power works, on how the grid, it was like hours. Okay. (laughs) Seriously. So basically, um, the voltage is, is brought down or D, you know, stepped down, I'll say to the level that can be used for like industrial commercial or residential uses. Um, so that's, the next part when it comes to distribution. Now, you know, I've always heard this and I never really knew what it meant. I I thought this was kind of interesting. Electricity could be like, like a constant flow, like of current in one single direction. And that's called um, direct current. Much of the power grid uses um, alternative current, which is AC. And I've heard this term and I never understood what it meant, you know. But basically, AC or alternating current is where the direction of the electrical voltages and current is constantly switching. And it actually switches like 60 times per second in North America. Now, the reason why that it, why it is that way... It's because it makes it easier to like bring down the voltages. Because imagine you know, the power plant sends these high, high voltage electricity through these transmission lines. And then basically the end goal is to get it to your home. So it like has to, for efficiency, take that high voltage and make it into a smaller voltage. It's consumable. Okay. So it does that really for efficiency. Um, so basically the thing to keep in mind, so, so then there's distribution. Okay. We have transmission, we have distribution. Um, and so basically distribution is, you know, where the, the final result where we get our electricity. Okay, and it goes from high voltage to a more usable, consumable voltage. So we have distribution, transmission, and excuse me, generation, transmission, and distribution. I think I just said distribution by mistake. So that's how you and I get our electricity. Okay, now it's helpful to really think about the power grid being like a marketplace. Basically, we have these power producers and they bring their electricity to the market by connecting to the power grid and then power consumers we purchase that electricity for the home for our home or business now i'm speaking so so like broadly okay now there's economics involved and politics involved of in in the grid and it gets really more complicated <laughs> I'm not going to go into that right now. Like, did you know that the weather affects the whole like pricing of electricity? I'm actually going to do a whole thing, um, podcast about how the weather affects our, um, our electric bill. It's fascinating. Okay. But really what I want you to like the last kind of interesting tidbit that I want to share with you is that there are people called engineers, electrical engineers, and they basically are responsible for, 
you know, managing power grids, right? And there's three things that they're really concerned about, okay? One is, of course, quality, power quality, that our electrical devices and equipment, they're really designed for a certain kind of power, power voltage and frequency. And engineers that manage a power grid, they make sure that when the power is distributed, it's in the voltage that is necessary for device. Then the other thing that engineers are concerned for is reliability. We don't really think, wake up thinking, well, we have electricity and that's exactly how we want it to be. That's the design is that there's constant availability of power um, with no interruptions. Okay. That is thanks to electrical engineers and teams that work with power grids. Then the last thing that engineers and people who manage the power grid are concerned about is supply meeting demand. Like I said earlier, electricity production and consumption happens at the same exact time. So making sure millions of consumers are effectively connected to the grid takes a constant balance of providing electricity which can be impacted by the weather, maintenance of equipment. Those are two variables, okay? So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Now, what's the whole point, as I said, is why should someone know this information? Do people really care? Most of us are just really busy. We're out there living busy lives, and we don't have the bandwidth to like research how we get electricity, but I'm really taking a stand that I think people are interested in knowing foundational, foundationally how they get their electricity. I believe that it works for us to have an understanding of how we get our power. The more we educate ourselves about how things work, the better choices we can make. So for me, you know, before I even did this podcast, I, I do my research. I just had no idea about how we get electricity. And I have a whole other level of appreciation and awareness. The one thing I've noticed is I've been really like, um, not intentional about turning off things. So I'll have like multiple rooms where there's lights on and no one's in the room. And it, it really has been since like, I've been learning more about where our energy comes from and how it's distributed and how millions of people are relying on the grid that I'm like, well, crap, like, let me go turn off that damn light. (laughs) It's like, I, I'm really seeing that there are such small things that I can do to just like think more than myself think beyond myself. I know my my friend Donna, oh my God, she's like super hardcore about leaving lights on. Like certain people are just like, don't leave lights on. I get it. I mean, sometimes, I mean, honestly, I'm just, I've not been one of those people. I'm like, okay, you know, and I, but I'm taking on being more mindful and taking little actions that will make a difference. So I'd love to hear your thoughts from this conversation. Send me an email the info at venice.com. And I really look forward to, um, connecting with you. Um, and if you have any like thoughts or something you want to know about energy usage or electricity or the grid, leave me a, send me an email. I'd love to actually hear what your comments are, your questions. Okay. Until next time. Bye.